Good evening. Welcome to Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your co-host and homeboy, Jamar Nelson. I'm Patwin Lawrence. Welcome, Patwin. Welcome. Today is May 19th. Yes. Saturday, May 19th. Malcolm X birthday. Malcolm X. Yes. Free, bro. Our uh, power to the people. Yeah. And, and we have uh, a black princess now. Oh, we, we do. We Five have marriage. a black princess. And then the brother gave a word or two. I didn't watch it. I, I was up, but I didn't watch yeah. it. I, I normally do watch. Yeah. You know. Well, that's the whole reason. Why I actually, I so I actually you fell asleep it. early. Yeah, I fell asleep and I happened to wake up at like 4 uh, a.m. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stay up and watch it because I knew Bishop Curry. I'm Episcopalian myself. Oh, oh. So, yeah. So a, a he's the Episcopalian. Oh. So, yeah. So he's the presiding bishop of the Episcopal Church in the United States. Right. And um, he's he's a phenomenal preacher. Like he was actually holding back and people could tell that if you were looking at if you watched his address. But I would highly recommend people to listen to it. It was fantastic. It was about love and bringing people together. And if you actually listen to the things that he mentioned about slavery and all those things, um, starting, you know, looking you know towards love and, you know, redoing the old and remaking it into new in front of the queen, in front of, you know, this person that represents if you know the history of the British monarchy, the imperialism and the colonialism and all that, you know, um, has gone on for the past four or five hundred years, um, you know, to give that kind of sermon in front of her. It was just it was really, really amazing. And, he, and they went to church. They had church. Well, yeah, uh, well, that was first Windsor Baptist. I did, but I did, <laughs> first Windsor Baptist. Roy. I didn't see no collection plates being passed around. I know. Well, they don't need to. They already got the money. That's just true. <laughs> Who am I talking about, right? Yeah, duh. Uh, when the queen has all type of real jewels. And yeah, exactly. Her, and her. No, you know what? I, I didn't get a chance to watch it. Normally, I do. The last time I watched the Royals was uh, in 97 when uh, Princess died yeah. at her funeral. Yeah. And uh, I was just taken aback by that. And so, mm -hmm. seriously, because, I, I, you know... Here in America, we fantasize about that that stuff. You yeah. know, we we don't want to say we don't have monarchy, but but we, we made our celebrities. Yeah, we and, do actually. And yeah, political leaders and political leaders that, for yeah. sure. You know, mm -hmm. uh, present company included. Or I should say, excuse me, present president. Yeah, included. People said that about the service that they had the day after the inauguration when they were you know walking into the National Cathedral and yeah, they said, oh yeah, they're acting like they're like British royals and but they do. You people, well, yeah, especially when you load it like that, you know. Yeah. Other than has well, been you a think port. you own everything. Well, well, remember he he wanted to replace some of the walls in the oh. White House with gold and said Obama yeah. didn't have tape. Well, you know, for yeah. as much as I like things about Trump, I I, I think that's really tacky. All it that is. Gold Come on, this is a house yeah. that uh, that slaves but built. He could afford it. Hey. And, well, he could. Yeah, he probably could build another White yeah. House. Yeah, he could. But you can't. You gotta get some of his skin if you tell him how poor he is. <laughs> he hates that. He hates that. No, he does. He hates that. Yeah. Pat, you know what? What else is in the news? We might as well stay on Trump. We've got... Uh, yeah. Uh, well, we had the shooting yesterday. Oh, man. Bless their hearts, man. Yeah. I, and, uh, and and my home state of Texas, uh, uh, there was a shooting in Santa Fe, Texas. Yeah. And uh, right, uh, right outside of Houston. Um, and this time it was with shotguns. It wasn't well, AR-15. Yeah, so, and he had explosives. So, and... th I mean, this guy, this young yeah. kid yeah. was sick. Oh, yeah. uh, but was prepared and mm -hmm. tried to do some damage and did. I mean, he killed eight students and wounded well, nine. I, er, I thought it was nine and one teacher. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Same. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I mean, it, one is enough. Yeah. And and, oh, I, sure. and I do. I, although, you know, uh, a lot of Republicans and Democrats will take their sides when things like this happen. Mm -hmm. uh, I think this is the time where we need to come together and realize that there needs to be a bipartisan approach to mm -hmm. keeping our kids safe absolutely period we can have you can have, feel however you want about gun laws mm -hmm. I, I think that there should I, I don't think that they're restrictive enough because these i think they're too restrictive there aren't yeah. they are not especially for us as black folks that's when they become restrictive <laughs> um but i think that i don't send either one of 
I got three kids. I'm a mm-hmm. father of three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I got two in high school, one in junior high school. Yeah. Uh, I don't send my kids. I don't ever want to go through that fear. Yeah. Oh, of course. I don't ever want to yeah. go through that fear. Absolutely. That to I cannot imagine how... Well, that's Any why there's solutions failed. where you can either, you know, arm, you know, arm we, teachers we or have somebody. Yeah, we talk, I don't want to arm. There. I don't want to arm a teacher, or maybe not all the of them, but have someone, or yeah. or if they've been, yeah. if they're a police officer or uh, uh, military but, trained. That's but I think in this particular case, there's nothing. See, so this is the problem with the left. They always want to control everyone and want no, to put in. Reg- well, yes, because you can't stop everything. Because no, even if he just popped into that art class and was like surprise, and then start shooting people, <laughs> you know, and. You know, somebody would have been shot before, you know, somebody would have gotten there to be able to take him out. So somebody always is going to die. But it, it, it's not the gun's fault. It's not our gun laws that are causing this. It what it is, is causing it's the morality of the people. It's their mindset. And they knew that this kid was messed up, just yeah, like some this, of these other shooters. And that's like, what this guy bothers was up, me, like, a trench coat mafia. He had, like, satanic and occult symbols, Nazi symbols. Well, Nazi and occultism go hand in hand. Well, yes, but, it does. And, and, well, no, it does. It does. Oh, well, I thought you said did. it didn't. No. No, it does. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, you should read a couple but, books. But about let me cut you off here and say yeah. that, Pat, that, that, that what, what ticks me off is, is let's be real. If this were a, 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 a black or a, a well, Somali American, well, not only that, yeah. he would have been closely watched, Watch, yeah. closely yeah. watched the first time yeah. someone gave a hint that this guy yeah. was sick. You're and right. so we need to talk about that. We need to be yeah. more realistic that if you are if you if you are non-black, mm-hmm. you are treated differently or profiled differently when it comes to these type of shootings. But you know what? They don't we're, they don't profile but you. You know where where we are bullied in school, but you know what? We don't go and sh- we don't shoot up schools. No, we don't shoot up schools. We, don't. we might shoot at the we neighborhood. Don't. We might or we might shoot that person that did something to us yeah. we're very more like specific like you did something to me yeah, i'm gonna no, do you no. now if somebody else gets it you got in the way yeah. <laughs> you know but we are, we're gonna go oh, after that me, particular I'm not person. At that. but you know and so but they knew and and, and and that's the sad part about this and i think the pa- parents should be held accountable and others because the people were like oh well you know he was kind of strange he didn't take baths he had an odor yes. he yes. you know well obviously that's something yes. mentally going on right. you should know to intervene and that is it's your weapons and we yes. just had a, a yeah. seven-year-old die here bless us hard too out mm-hmm. in Plymouth, Minnesota. We just had a seven-year-old kill himself the other day. I had a mm. gun. You don't, you, no, you're I, know, I didn't hear about that. Oh yeah. my gosh, yes, in yeah. Plymouth, I think, what's the day? Uh, Saturday, it must have been, I don't know, Thursday, Thursday? Wednesday. Okay. Young, young seven-year-old uh, went into a box where he thought a hover, hoverboard was, mm-hmm. and there was a gun in there along with the hoverboard, and he shot the gun discharge and killed the young man. Yeah. Killed the baby. Yeah, and so they should be held liable. My point is this. Because it could be They're going after the parents of the, sh- which yeah. I don't think they should. I think they've suffered enough, especially when it was an accident. The well, kids, no, 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 but no, no, no. Kids no, got you, the box down. No, you should know to have a safe. It should be, sa- it should be, yes. it should, but listen. When I was growing up, we didn't have, my dad didn't have a gun safe. But this is a different time. Uh, well, still, my dad didn't have a gun I, safe. I, I, I don't even know what they are. I, I, we used to go outside and play when we were kids, but you well, know, kids don't do that anymore. Well, they were but, home alone. Know. They were home alone. You but know. they're going after these parents. And so like, I, want the, I want the federal government to go after uh, these guys, this guy's parents, simply because uh, if, 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 if you can go after parents that have a child that died due to a pure accident, mm-hmm. then let's go after parents that were responsible for this this idiot getting these guns going to a school killing nine however many that's ridiculous in this, in this particular case How, that's ridiculous that. six five one nine eight nine five eight five five is that phone in number six five one nine eight nine five eight five five is a call in number uh pat we've got a lot to talk about and only a minute before we're out pat. <laughs> we gotta, and what we got guests we, have, oh, we do we, we have, got to, we have two great guests. guests you want you want to say who they are <laughs> i'll give so, you that 
What? Who they are? Yeah, you tell oh, who they okay. are. Then you can, you know. <laughs> Should we so introduce we, them on the other side? Uh, on the other side. Uh-huh. Let's wait till the other you side. Know, see, that's where yeah. I'm convinced. A little teaser. Yeah, yeah a little I teaser. Know, see, I like that. Oh. And Pat, when you're awfully clean, yeah. Facebook Live can see how clean you are. Yeah, yeah. Oh my well, God. You know, I can, I can you clean fix it up. Well. Yeah, you yeah. do. When I have to, yeah. And then we'll, and we'll tell you why on the other side of the break. This is Black Republican, Black Democrat on Twin Cities News Talk and your iHeartRadio. Regulators. You regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good, too. But you can't be any geek off the street. Gotta be handy with the steel if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. Regulators! Welcome back. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Oh, watch out now. Black Republican, Black Democrat. Twin Cities News talking Yahoo Radios. I'm Jamar Nelson. I'm Pat Wynn Lawrence. Now this is our graduation year, so our, oh, our is producer is, okay. is is doing. You know, he's he's. Uh, That's what he has to say. Yeah. Oh, okay. this is. I, I remember this too. I do too. Because oh, I, I was '95. Man, this is '94. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, Warren G, the late Warren G. Yeah, I see you don't know. Oh. He's, yeah, he's dead. No, oh. well, no, I'm sorry. Who? who yeah. I did not know. Yeah, that's Warren G, but I didn't know I th- his. I thought gone. he passed. I'll have to Google that. Yeah, Google that. that. I thought one of these guys didn't Warren G pass. I thought it was one. Okay. Right, anyway, we're back. Yeah. We're, this we're is back. not solid. Game. We're back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Black Republican, Black Democrat. In studio today, we've got a bunch of uh, well, not a bunch, but we You're are two deep great in, guests. We are deep in here, uh, but we've got guests in the studio, uh, and uh, they're running for federal offices. My man Rob Bernheiser is running for U.S. Senate. Yep. Thank you for having me back. No problem. Yeah, and he says back because if you go to our podcast, which you should be doing every, every after every show. Yeah. Uh, Rob was uh, was on about a month ago. Uh, we weren't oh, live. We were preempted due two a couple of months yeah. ago. Yeah. Uh, due to I think uh, hockey, mm-hmm. so we preempted. So Rob was on there, and he was just on a podcast. So we got to have him back because big things are happening for him now. And also in studio, we have Christopher Chamberlain, mm-hmm. yep. who's uh, running for uh, U.S. Congress, Congress yep. against uh, District Five, CD Five. Yeah, that's right. Five. That's right. Yeah. Be specifically right. Thank you. Uh, against Keith Ellison. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. No problem. Welcome, guys, fellas. What's new, Rob? Well, you know, since I first talked to you, uh, which I thought was an amazing podcast, probably their best one ever, (laughs) (laughs) a lot has changed. You know, since I'm an outsider and I've never been political, Mm -hmm. uh, my campaign as well as myself has been maturing as a candidate. We're adding more people and uh, we're getting the word out and spreading it around and People are starting to listen, and you, we're fighting the swamp. We're fighting the machine, mm-hmm. and uh, there's some Republicans that are playing nice, and there's some Republicans that wish I never showed up on the uh, on the stage. So we're taking it day by day. We're looking forward to a great turnout at convention. We got some secrets up our sleeves here, and we're excited to be moving forward. Now, convention is the uh, the GOP convention mm-hmm. is when and where it's. Up in Duluth, June 1st and 2nd, uh, Friday will be the senatorial uh, races, which I'm a part of. And then Saturday will be the governor's races. All right. All right. Sounds good. Sorry, this, what was that? Whoa, oh, man. Yeah. I was belching and I was telling my partner, go on. Hey, Chris. Yeah, so, Chris, what's going on with you? You're running for CD5 against Chris. Speaking of machines, yeah, that's, that's a the, machine. Yeah. yeah, that is the machine that here in Minnesota. The, yeah, so why? Let's tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, why are you running for uh, 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 Congress? Well, I want to bring a voice to Washington D.C. that can identify with the people, the common people of our state 
in our nation. I mm-hmm. believe that there's not enough representation and too much dictatorship. Wow, dictatorship. Like, and how so? How so? Well, uh, you have the opportunity to vote towards the Tax Cuts and Job Act, and you voted nay. Mm-hmm. Now, why would you not want something like that to bring uh, tax breaks to working families around the uh, 5th Congressional District mm-hmm. and around the United States and help bring better jobs and employment for inner-city communities? And to me, that that's just hogwash. You can't do that. you gotta, you got to go with the people. You have to talk to them. You have to be out there and actually vote in their favor. And I, don't, I just don't see it happening. So what is it about Ellison's track record that... Um well, let's see yeah, here. That's one thing, yeah. <laughs> you <Yeah>. got your list? <laughs> we got a lot of uh, missed roll calls. About almost one-sixth of the time he's been in the U.S. House, he's missed roll calls. Wow. If you're not in your seat, how do you intend to represent people? Mm-hmm. You can't. Yeah. It's just it's not possible. Well, I mean, look, I, I think uh, we can't poo-poo uh, a lot of the things that he's done for his constituents. His constituents are pretty happy. Uh, when Are Keith, they? Well, they are. I okay. mean, again, they're, if you... And I know some of them. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, when you talk about Keith, okay. uh, you better not be talking bad about him because they'll fight you. They, they, they love him because they know they know what to expect from Keith. They know that Keith will go to bat for him. Full disclosure, uh, uh, 18 years ago, uh, well, almost 19. He was your lawyer. Yeah, he was my yeah. lawyer. Um, he, he scared off some dirty cops. If everyone knows me, I've got a gash inside of my head that came from Minneapolis police. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were harassing me. Mm-hmm. And once I told them who my attorney was, uh, they seriously left yeah. me alone. So uh, full disclosure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, though, uh, Chris, what do you think that it is going to take to take uh, to take uh, Keith down? Mm-hmm. Well, bringing someone new to the table, you know, someone who can uh, identify with the masses has been there. Um, mm-hmm. I'm open about pretty much everything in my life. In mm-hmm. fact, I'm open about everything in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, people ask me if I've been to jail. Yeah, I've been to jail. I'm not scared to say it. You're a felon? No. Well, yeah, uh, but they have been reduced. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was bad check. It was a bad check that caught me up. I was trying to start a business. So then, I'm at, so then I ask you a question: If people are bring up uh, people are bring up Keith's past, mm-hmm. then if 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 you're an ex felon or if you're an ex criminal, why should we trust you? How do we, if we can't talk about what Keith uh, 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 isn't doing? Mm-hmm. How can you be trusted? How can I be trusted? Because uh, you learn things in life. Mm-hmm. You walk in that uh, path, and unfortunately, it took me down the wrong road. When I wrote that check, I was working on part of the American dream. Mm. I wanted it. I wanted to start a business. I went to a TCF bank. I applied for a loan. The gentleman who said I was approved for a loan was not authorized to approve that. They fired him the following Monday uh, after I had gone out and started getting equipment for this Jo- uh, this uh, business I was going to start, mm-hmm. and all those checks bounced. Now mm-hmm. somebody's bus got to pay, <laughs> and you know mm-hmm. you just can't uh, get free stuff and think you're going to get away with it. So I couldn't afford to pay it back. I sat the jail time. I did what I did. Um, I'm not making excuses for it. No, mm-hmm. but I'm being right. straight and That's honest. Right. That's uh, right. The also the other piece I bring is. I've lived on the welfare system. I know how corrupt the judicial and welfare system is in our state. Word. And it's something that needs to be really, Word. really addressed. And it's not just our state. Nationally, yeah. we've got too many people getting off the hook and being stuck on the hook. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the welfare system was designed to entrap and enslave people and take away their American dream. Yep. And that's why I get on about voting against the Tax Cuts and Job Act. Because I want 
people to thrive. I mm-hmm. want them to enjoy the American dream. I want them to provide better for their families than they had. So this is why, and this, and I and I appreciate that. And so, what party are you running in? I'm a Republican. See, when you hear Republicans talk like this, this is this is. Uh, refresh is good to me. See, I yeah. told you there's more of me. This, this is where, yeah. oh my, oh God, I hope not. So, Rob, <laughs> it's a new world we live I, in. I, I really do hope age. not. No. <laughs> no, what, what I like about, uh, your campaign, Rob, is, uh, although you're, uh, uh, a Trumper, uh, or how, what's the, how do you say that now? A Trumpian, or I don't know, what do you call it? He supports the president. Oh, Trump well, train rider. Uh, He's a citizen. A Trump wreck. I mean, a, a, a <laughs> Trumpian. Um, no, I, what I like, though, is, um, you say what you mean, and you mean what you say. Absolutely. And, and, and I think, and I like that you don't sugarcoat things. I like that some of your ideals. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, why are you running uh, uh, for U.S. Senate? I'm running for U.S. Senate because you know I I didn't decide. I didn't wake up one day and say, "Hey, I'm going to run for U.S. Uh, U.S. Senate." I actually was going over my taxes, and I'm making a fifth of what I made ten years ago, even though mm-hmm. I doubled the size of the company. Mm-hmm. And I said, what should I do? And I prayed about it, and I heard inside me, the Lord say, run for U.S. Senate, which I thought was kind of crazy. I said, okay, Lord, I'll catch you on a better and against, day. And against Klobuchar, we speak, we're talking about machines here. Like, yeah, that's right. like, it's like yeah. Ivan Thragoff. Okay. Well, see, I, <laughs> you know well, I had so, my choice to run against Tina Smith, who, mm-hmm. you know, what, vice president of Planned Parenthood. That sounds like an easy target. Yeah. Or I could go against does some good things, one of the no, safest seats in the Senate. You're calling, you're calling Klobuchar safe. Oh, she's considered one of the safest seats, but you know what? That's what I like. I like a fight. I like a battle. So I went after the hard one. Because the reason why I did was because if I can take the seat away from her, not would it only be the biggest crown jewel in Donald Trump's crown, but also the Republican Party saying that no one is safe. That's Everyone right. is on the table. The people have spoken. I'm sending her packing. Oh, please. Amen. Uh, well, no, there's listen. some serious issues that are going on here in the state that, you know, that Ellison and Klobuchar have not been addressing, especially as it deals to the black community. Because, you know, we've done a number of shows. You guys should go back and listen to them. Actually, the past three weeks where we did some policy shows around, you know, wealth in the black community. And we talked about what the real numbers are. And, you know, we've been voting as in terms of the African-American community, voting Democrat for the past 40, 50 years since it, the mid 60s. Well, yeah, because- we haven't gotten anything out well, of the, it. The, 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 uh, well, yes, we're, of course we have. No, we haven't. No, no we haven't. We're oh, going down. So Republicans, we actually did better oh, oh, back please, during no, under segregation. Hey, listen yeah, to this. Listen to this. Yeah, hey, I got this. I got this. Yeah, but, but we did better than oh, what we're doing now when we're supposedly free. Yeah, well, yeah, Jackie my dad, Robinson. My dad, was a son, my dad was a boy then. He's seventy-one. Okay. Jackie Robinson. We just celebrated his fiftieth anniversary, mm-hmm. being the first African American in baseball. Yeah, and that's how long. The Democrats have had the inner city, well, and it's time but, for a change. Okay. Well, then I'm yes. you got, I'll ask you a question. Then I, I love how about, how about the, on, the ownership hold, of housing. Hold on, for, this, hold on, this, hold on. African Americans, it's this, down. Remember this terribly. Remember under this, Democrat control. Remember this is. I'm going to change that. Okay, how about two million dollars no, no, is available no, for entrepreneurialship for minorities, and only uh, less than okay. one hundred and fifty thousand a year is spent on that. Yes, we know, but blame. Uh, Blame Republicans here, and and that, I'll blame, blame them all. That's, that's blame that's, everyone. That's, 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 that's who's in charge yeah, here. Do that's you who, don't need to. Can I, get rid let of me ask my okay, before y'all start filibuster. Remember, <laughs> we're the hosts. These black yeah, guys, we're right. the hosts. Here. Okay, <laughs> remember. All right, check it out. So check it out. Now, let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Y'all, uh, Republicans always want to talk about Democrats having people on the plantation. Mm-hmm. You, 
Aren't you just a are Republicans is just as culpable of these Democrats, especially you all want to run, talk about how uh, Democrats are in charge of these big cities and look at these mm-hmm. big cities. Well, most of the time they're Republican governors. So how do we exonerate ever? And how do we that's not just make him just as culpable yeah. when it, it, when you have a governor in charge? You can so you can still done. say that you can still say that the Democrats aren't doing anything, guys. What's Republican going to change, Rob? What, are you, what, what would Rob Beinhardt The change? new Republican. You know, one thing I'm going to say, and I've heard this, and maybe this is big taboo, mm-hmm. is that, you know, sometimes I think that my Republican buddies are glad you guys are in the inner city. They they're are. Afraid. They are. You know? But they never come around. We don't build relationships no, with them. True. No, there's no one in my community. I mean, I'm the minority See? in my community. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's a shame. And I really think that people have got to understand that the only thing that separates us mm-hmm. is the color of our skin. Yep. Right, right, right. And that's right. a shame. we got to get back to that. You know, with the... the Black people, white people, brown people, mm-hmm. we're going the wrong way. We're going away from each other. Religions, going the wrong way. Mm-hmm. We have got to unite, and I'm going to do it. You might do it. Listen, I think you are. I, th- I think you are. Yeah. I, we got, I listen, at, before the end of the show, we got big news here, too. So listen, guys, we got more policy talk. This is Keep It Real Radio. Yeah. Okay, remember this now. So we, you don't come on this show and get like, soft Because we want to know, speci- yeah, okay? know specifics yeah. about what our plans to do, particularly as it relates to the African-American community. What you know, policies do you want to implement? Exactly. Six five one nine eight nine five eight five five. Six five one nine eight nine five eight five five is that call in okay. number. And uh when we come back yeah. we got a caller already. So when we come back so we got Xavier, more hold on. Please hold. <laughs> we got more on Black Republican, Black Democrat, Twin Cities News Talk and your iHeartRadio. Oh man, you cannot tell me we are not hip in this studio. You cannot tell me that. Welcome back, Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your co-host and homeboy, Jamar Nelson. I'm Pat Lawrence. Oh, welcome, Pat. Well, let's take this phone call for before we get back into our guests. We have Robert Barnhart running for U.S. Senate against Amy Klobuchar, and Christopher Chamberlain running for NCD5 for U.S. Congress against Keith Ellison. On the phone, we have Xavier. Xavier, what's up, bro? How you doing? Hey, man. I was just listening to Biggie today. I had an hour and 18-minute long greatest hits run going. <laughs> so thanks for that. Um, I, got a, I got a few questions here for uh, Chris and Rob. One, they had an opportunity to do some outreach to the Muslim community during the RLC state mm-hmm. convention, and they weren't there, especially someone running in CD5 was going to need to do some outreach in that community. So that would be my first question for the two gentlemen. And then my second question is, you can tell a lot by a man or a woman or a candidate running for office when they run and they don't win. What do they plan to do after their election if they don't win to back up what they're trying to do and continue to do outreach? Xavier, this is not your show. You can't be asking questions that I would ask, okay? <laughs> You're just <laughs> a friend of the show. You're just a friend of the show. No, those are excellent questions. That's why I like you. Uh, Rob? Yes. Hey, I'm going to answer two right away. Um, my first job out of school, I was a minister, and I did it for seven years. And uh, after I got out, I went back, focused on my family, focused on my career, started a small business, had a family, yada, 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 the American dream. Um, since I started running again, uh, I've, I've missed the daily connection with people. So, you know, I'm getting together. We, we're, we're getting a nonprofit off the ground here on on the north side. Uh, I'm making connections. Um and I'm loving it. So 
I don't plan on changing anything after I stop running. I still want to work here. I still want to know that, you know, here in the inner city, they're, they're loved by the Republicans, and I still got to keep on working that ahead. So I will continue to be helping people wherever I can possible, and I'll thankful for that. Hey, Xavier, I'm, I'm glad you can ask that question. Well, part two I'll answer, too. I'm just going to keep up the fight. Uh, with reference to engaging the Islamic or Muslim community, you know, there you had rage. I watched him. And he kind of got okay. tore apart by the uh, Abdi, or no, not Abdi, um, whatever his name is. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, they couldn't get back and forth on the issues. And, you know, if they are truly conservative and they truly want peace, mm-hmm. you know, I just want them to speak up. Uh, you, you've heard of the book, I'm sure, by uh, Phil Haney, See Something, Say Something, or Say Nothing. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's time to see something and say something. If you know something going on within the Islamic community, speak up. People are here to protect you. Mm-hmm. People will help you achieve the American dream and help protect your family. Um, I've heard of a lot of uh, Muslims that do want to be conservative. Mm-hmm. All yeah. power to them. Oh, yeah. All power to them, if that's the case you want to be. But I hope it's not Takiyah. I hope it's not Kitman. I hope they're not trying to deceive people. I hope it's just not a way of getting on the inside and changing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how you feel about that answer, but it's just personally me. I've read a lot about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read the Quran. I've read the Hadith. The Sunnah. No, you're absolutely right. You know that's that's the concern that a lot of people have had about integrating of Muslims into you know communities, even African Americans, because they have these ideas of where if they want to take over a place culturally, they'll do it through deceit, and that's also been part of what's been behind Jewish. Um, uh, uh, oppression and discrimination because they have something as well very similar to where you can lie and deceive to move your agenda forward and unfortunately that's that you know that's kind of gotten a bad rap where there are bad people that have used that where Catholics there are a lot of too. good people where so, there's a lot of good people in those communities that have you know really benefited America I don't know if that if that's uh, sufficient answers for you Xavier was did they answer your questions for you bro well, actually, you got more. Yeah, well, I, I was up north actually yeah. uh, with the Duluth women, and I think every candidate was there except for uh, no surprise, Teapot and uh, uh, Housley. Everyone else was there, uh, but uh, I actually have a meeting coming up with Xavier. So what we missed up, we're going to catch up on a personal conversation, and that'll be fine. That'll be fantastic. So how are you going to reach out to these communities? I've just been asked the same point thing. Hey, That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> Thanks for the call, bro. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. So, I mean, because, again, we talked about it before the break. Republicans, to me, always assume that when you've got tint brown skin, that you're automatically a Democrat. And that is not the case. So yeah. I think what's silly is when we talk about Democrats having us on the plantation, it's because mm-hmm. if you, if you want to say that Democrats are year-round in communities, black communities, age, minority communities, mm-hmm. forging relationships. Mm-hmm. When Republicans, you only see them September, October well, well, uh, let's, election let's, years. Let's, let's hold you at your your statement there. It, only ten percent of African Americans voted Republicans, so one in ten. That's small. Yeah, minute. That's, that's terribly small. Yeah. Uh, Hispanics, uh, three out of ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm here. You know, we've been voting so much down but the what, line. What, Republicans, Democrats. Your, uh, what I wish we do. Do we, we even know why? What do I, what 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 does Barnhart and I and I've heard you 
before, and I, and that's why I like some of the pointing things. Your outreach, I mean, you and I, you're very uh, uh, feasible. Everyone, I'm feasible. You're very accessible. People mm-hmm. see, I see you in the communities all the time. I appreciate but, that. But how your outreach? What type of outreach do you go about? How do you go about doing it? Right now, I am trying to get in front of anyone in the inner city to tell them what I want to do for them. Mm-hmm. You know, and for me, it's simply as my mom did. So my mother was started ESL out in California 50-some years ago mm-hmm. in the Orange County and Los Angeles school districts where the dropout rate there at that time wasn't one in four here, like here in the city. It was mm-hmm. nine out of ten. Mm. And my mom uh, started ESL with the parents to get them excited about education. Mm-hmm. They got excited, made their kids stay in school. She took the dropout rate by half, mm-hmm. which is phenomenal yeah, for absolutely. one woman. Absolutely. For me, I just want to do the same thing that my mother did. Okay. You know, it's our school system in the inner city sucks. Yeah. You know, my kids got all the cool iPads and everything. They got mm-hmm. the... You, you guys don't have any of that there. A lot of schools do, but that's what I'm but saying. What's your plan? Chris, what's the what's exactly what's a plan? What's a feasible plan? We we, we hear all the the red tape and the lip service. What's a real plan mm-hmm. that Republicans can come up with that they can help the inner city? Yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, for me, and instead of just being about, uh, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. You know, there's a statement that I say: mm-hmm. be the difference you want to see. Word. Get out there. Talk. Mm-hmm. Get to know the people. Um, I was out on 2525 Central Avenue a few weeks back, but in fact, before the endorsement convention, and I was like talking to a couple of different families. I asked uh, a young lady, I'm like, so uh, how is life in this area anymore? She's like, it's rough. And I'm like, where's your husband at? And she's like, he's locked up. I'm like, for what? A joint? I'm like, really? How long has he been sitting? Well, he's looking at a year. I'm like, a year for a joint. So you're talking about, so as one of your, would you propose uh, uh, the legalization of marijuana? Uh, at least decriminalization. Mm-hmm. Because, because, you know, if, uh, overwhelmingly minorities, black men especially, are uh, criminalized for small possessions of marijuana. Amy well, no, Klobuchar planned that out long ago when she was a DA. Mm-hmm. She would target inner city yep. black youth and uh, wait we can't say tar- oh target please oh, oh yeah oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah she I went on she went on did the arresting convictions oh. of a black youth on hra property than anything else that's what she did okay so it's then that's break that's, that so you know but it starts with the misdemeanor and then they get arrested again yeah. it gets a little bit harder yeah. all of a sudden they're in jail Mm-hmm. And you know what? You want to become a hardcore felon? That's spending some time in prison. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, they come out hardcore felons. Yep. They can't get a decent job. Mm-hmm. But if we decriminalize it, mm-hmm. that those hundreds of millions of dollars that we're spending prosecuting, mm-hmm. churning them, trying to house them, trying to keep them there, we can put towards other things back into the community. Education. Like, education. I'm all about education. Affordable housing. Yeah. Alternatively, if you take and actually legalize it and start a, how would you say, a pool, an account, and you, you're, the state of Minnesota Use that licenses it and taxes it, mm-hmm. like Colorado. Like Colorado. Did. But we do it better. If you actually legalize it, tax it in the right amount, start putting that money into a savings account, 
that actually bears interest. Mm -hmm. After the first 8 to 12 years, you're looking at about $16 billion. Run a healthcare system on that. Yeah, word. I like that. Amen. Listen, and and I think that uh, this governor won't do it, so I I don't think any governor, or excuse me, any any gubernatorial candidates, I don't think they would legalize it. I've heard a lot of the Republicans say no. Uh, especially Tim J- uh, Tim Johnson. Uh, uh, a lot of people are Jeff afraid of what they Jeff Johnson. No. I've heard him say no. Uh, our governor now has said no. But remember, we're we're in good shape. We've got good revenues here. So look, and, and <laughs> why y'all all looking at me like I forgot? I'm the only Democrat in the house that tells the truth. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I, y'all y'all sit here and bury the, uh, my party instead of uh, you know we. But but keeping... what substantive has the Democratic Party done for? african-americans are for minorities in general really yeah okay especially in the state of minnesota where the disparities that we have and that's one thing i should talk to you guys about because we had a guest on edward mcdonald who was the old executive director of the council on black minnesotans and you know there's been three state studies that have been um, done by the state where they give recommendations on how to reduce the disparities across the board no public hearings on it Nothing, no talk, discussion about it, and I think you guys should follow up on that. Yeah, look at that. So it's time for so, an open, frank conversation on a lot of the issues. But a lot of Republicans are scared of that. So that because we're, cause I'm here, you're, well, I'm here too. Well, let's talk about it. More, let's talk more about it on the other side of the break. This is Black Republic. Keep it real, radio. This yes, is Black Republican, right. Black Democrat on Twin Cities News Talk and Yai Heart Radio. Give me that dunk button, them big old legs. I ain't too hard to beg, and I'm shame in this game. I'm gonna break it down in a bag like Jane, please. Welcome back, Black Republican, Black Democrat. Oh my goodness gracious! He went way back. He went way back. Yeah, yeah. Watch out now. We're all in the same kind of generation there. When it yeah, comes to look, that you know, stuff. I could just see, I could, I could just see the chicks dancing in the Daisy Dukes when they Yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean, <laughs> running to the middle of the floor, getting down, yeah. boy, getting down. Six five one nine eight nine five eight five five. Six five one nine eight nine five eight five five is that call in number? Oh my goodness gracious! He just brought me back. So uh, anyway, um, I don't even remember who we have here anymore. I know we have U.S. Senate candidate Robert Barnheiser and U.S. Congress, U.S. Uh, congressional candidate uh, uh, Christopher Chamberlain. Listen, guys, uh, the relationship that uh, nationwide, the relationship uh, between uh, police officers, police officers, and uh, black folks uh, is totally eroding. If mm-hmm. if at all, if there is one at all, um, a lot of times you hear Republicans taking a hardline stance on that, especially when they see an unarmed black man getting killed, uh, i.e. Tray, uh, Trayvon Martin, uh, uh, the young man from Ferguson, uh, Michael Brown. Uh, when we you you give that look, but remember now, if you go back and uh, I don't want to dwell on that, but if you go back and look now, we've already talked about that. We have talked about this. Well, there so were people that were doing things they shouldn't have been doing. Well, he but he wasn't strong. He he wasn't strong on he didn't strong on robbery. You should have used Philando Castile. Philando Castile is a pri- another prime example where the NRA didn't get behind a uh, 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 a guy, a licensed gun carrier who did the exact things that you're taught to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was so horrid. It was horrid. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing he should have done is stop yeah, I, when he said stop. Like what did okay, he, my hands out the window? He didn't. He didn't because he moved. This is where I got killed, though, Chris. Remember that? Now. I watched the video and uh, that officer's like, "Stop! Stop! 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 Stop!" Come bang, on, bang, Chris. Bang, bang. Chris, uh, cops use those key words. Give me a break. Stop resisting. Uh, um, what another word? I felt. I fear. Had fear for my life. So, so come on now. We, if you watch that video, you seen that young man not moving, 
talking to the officer, doing exactly what that officer told him to do. Remember, this is a guy that they thought was an armed robbery suspect. Mm -hmm. So they thought he was so dangerous that the other, the, his, that the, got, the cop's partner officer backed off the car. He, he backed away. This is not how you treat an armed robber suspect. Right. So at any rate. That's why I handed you my CCW. Why? You know, if I'm stopped, I'm not above it. I'm going to put my hands out the window. I'm going to be like, here's my CCW, here's my license, here's my insurance. How would you like to proceed, sir? Because at the end of the day, my butt's going home. But, you're, but listen, home. Mm -hmm. number one, you're white. And number two, you don't have to do that. None you of those things to. you have to. It's not you don't have to say or do any of those things. You don't even have to. Listen. Once you tell that officer that you have a uh, that you are a license to carry, all he should be asking you for is that permit. That's that. That's all he should be asking for, and giving you the chance to pull it. Most men carry a mm -hmm. wallet, giving you a chance to pull it out of your wallet mm -hmm. and exactly. present it to them. So, I, but you do it in a way to make them feel safe. It's all about making the officer I, feel safe so that you can get but, home because but, you want to get home. But that's what? Your no, goal. you're right, and you I'm not. I'm not just especially black men. I'm not disagreeing yes, with that. But I'm saying, exactly. I'm saying with Philando. Because a lot of times we like to talk back and we like to create problems. Well, well you don't create a problem when I got illegally. You illegally stopped me. Some BS stop. My tail lights out. When I know my tail lights not out, the light over my plate is out. But, but you don't hold court in the street. That's the problem. We have to learn. No, but I have every right to tell you that your courtroom. stop is illegal and that you shouldn't be stopping me. And if I know a statute that you broke, I should be running that down to you. I have every right to do that. Okay. What cops have a problem with, especially black men, mm -hmm. is when you know your rights and mm -hmm. you present it to them, they think it's disrespectful and they tend to whoop your butt. That's what the problem is. But, now, but that's why you go to court. You know, one true, of the but you still you still lose sometimes in court. If you even get, they, but you they still have to exercise your rights. That's the whole point. That's exercising our citizens. But they got rid of the police civilian review board. That's what you need. That's, that's something that you need to hold uh, officers accountable. I agree. And, which hands me my next question, fellas. How do we start a serious relationship or dialogue between the police departments and, and, and the inner city? Let's talk about in Minneapolis. Well, okay, I want to start with Minneapolis. I think what would really work really well, and I'm very thankful that the police are out there and they serve, is that they start stop being racist to the hiring of black cops. Do you know, there's like a thousand cops here in the Twin Cities. Yeah. Or, mm -hmm. And there's 60 African-American cops. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. How crazy is that? 70 now, to be exact. This yeah. is, this yeah, is the way ridiculous. I, So when I was a pastor, this is how I looked at a church. I looked at the demographic mm -hmm. outside should be the same on the inside. Mm -hmm. If you're in a community with half African-Americans and half uh, Caucasians, you go into the church, and it shouldn't be one or the other. It should be a blend of both. Sure. You know? Same thing with the population here. You take a look at the population mm -hmm. of Minneapolis, mm -hmm. and the the police should mirror that. that absolutely. You oh. know, and the percentage mm -hmm. of the cop, and it's not. No doubt. So no doubt. that needs to change. Absolutely. And as your U.S. Senator, I will make that change, whatever needs to be done, to make sure that people are hired, mm -hmm. not because of the color of the whiteness of their skin, mm -hmm. but of their skill and intellect mm -hmm. instead. Another what? thing, how about, uh, you know, small-town America? They have uh, police and fire, have carnivals. Mm -hmm. Why not some community outreach people? Mm -hmm. Why can't they get out there into the community mm -hmm. and blend? Talk to the people. Learn them. Get to know your neighbors. Well, well there uh, are some things. They, uh, well, I know on the north side, because when I ran for state senate, I, I talked with Senator Champion after the race, and he mentioned that, you know, they do some of those things. So but not enough. But yeah, you're right. It's definitely yeah, not definitely enough, not and a lot enough. of people don't know about you it. You should yeah. know people not, by name, and they should know you by name. You be comfortable. You should be a family. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right. And I think, now, I'll give kudos and credit to... The new chief of Minneapolis. Yes. Uh, how he's changing things mm -hmm. rapidly, That's trying to uh, um, 
uh, up the rate of uh, minorities. The psychologists that, are, that he hired. The new psychologists mm-hmm. that he hired, because we, we come mm-hmm. to f- uh, found out that uh, there was some um, racial biases going oh, yeah. on in the hiring, obviously, yeah, absolutely. of there, because you have to go through a psych process mm-hmm. of it. And so a lot of the minorities were failing. Uh, I wonder why. Well, we should be looking at developing pipelines, just like, you know, there's that they, prison they, to they school do. prison pipelines. We need to do yeah. a school to whatever profession pipeline. And that's what I mean. They are coming up with some, they are coming up with some unique things, uh, like, because um, they know that uh, license, mm-hmm. uh, not having license is a deterrent, so they're mm-hmm. coming up with programs to help you get your license. Um, and also you directed at our youth, because youth unemployment is huge in That's, black communities. They can start getting people into these, you know, fields as they get older. Which is the cadet you know? program that they have. I'm sorry, real quick. We're one of one of three states in the nation that uh, that you have to have a, a criminal justice degree to be an officer. You know, mm. that's one of the reasons why I like this guy named Laverne Turner that I bumped into. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, he teaches YLM, Youth Leadership Ministry. He's been doing it for 15 years. Mm-hmm. A guy like that who has to beg for to find places to spend time with this use and build them mm-hmm. up into proper adults needs his own place that's mm-hmm. something i'd spend some money on mm-hmm. we're, we're, mm-hmm. so f- now nationally we don't we know well donald trump wants us to think that the unemployment rates for african americans uh is extremely low now the lowest has been in forever uh but no one on no, no republicans no longer talk about the real unemployment rate so monies that uh are not that are federally generated they're supposed to go to inner cities mm-hmm. are being misappropriated absolutely we don't have we don't uh, we don't have the legislative power or the backbone. We need something to be done right now here in the states. Here in the state, uh, uh, the Republicans are in charge. Would either one of you guys have the backbones to make sure that the right amount of monies and the monies that is appropriated to the black communities and minority communities get there actually get spent on what it's supposed to, and and have be accountable for it? Let's go. Uh, let's go one further. How about we uh, reform the entire welfare system because this thing is failing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to look at, I'll show you about MFIP. You know what Minnesota Family Investment Program is? Absolutely. I've been right. on it. They have this 60-month rule, and then during that time, you can take a six-month break to get a trade degree. It takes one to two years to get a decent trade degree in order to support your family. Now, after six months of being in school, you're forced to quit, go back in the job market, take a job you're not qualified for, mm-hmm. you're going to get fired, and then you're back in the system. By the time you get back to school, when they allow you mm-hmm. to go back, your credits are no longer good, and you're in debt because of a student loan mm-hmm. hanging over you. This is injustice. Absolutely. That, to me, is straight-out non-racial baloney. It targets... Anyone Everyone. of mm-hmm. low income, mm-hmm. and right. that needs to be stopped mm-hmm. quick. Yes. Right, right. No, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, you know what? I, I think one of the things that I'm, I'm uh, proud of is being a Democrat. But I, what I what I try not to be is uh, beholden to my party all the time. And so I think uh, after listening to a lot of things that uh, Rob has talked about mm-hmm. uh, the last time I met him and uh, uh, the time that I spent with him off air too, um, I have decided to. Uh, uh, endorse uh, Robert Bonheiser for U.S. Senate against Amy Klobuchar. I think Robert is uh, right. someone that could help change the system. Thank I think you. Robert is somebody mm-hmm. that uh, gives a darn about minorities. I think he mm-hmm. has real ideals, and I'm sorry in an hour we can't come up with, I mean, can't uh, cover every single one of them. Um, 
again, I, 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 you know me, Pat. I don't care about being ostracized out of my party because I am who I am. Um, but I think what you and I know we care about is our people. That's right. And the struggles that we go yeah. through. And so. And moving things forward. And moving things forward, mm -hmm. you know, and for all people. That's you know, right. But especially all, us, yes. you know, yes. not just us, but we speak as we're proud of But if our problem men. gets fixed. Everybody Everybody's get problems fixed. get fixed, yes. right? No, yeah. seriously. Everybody's problems get fixed. That's real. Yes. And so this is why I'm supporting Rob, uh, because I think that Robert could do it. Look, I, 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 I'm proud that I voted for Amy and, 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 and don't regret it. But I think now there needs to be a shakeup in the system, and mm -hmm. this is something that uh, Robert could do. And that's why I'm behind Robert 100%. Right. You'll be seeing me champion Robert's cause and making appearances with him. I appreciate that, Jamar. Thank you so much. I mean, our first podcast, man, we went at it pretty heavy. And uh, <laughs> we found some common ground, and we've just been seeing more eye to eye. So I, I very humbly say thank you, no and problem. I will no not let you down. And the people of the city of Minneapolis and St. Paul and the inner city, you know, I, I used to pastor out uh, in similar places out in L.A., and I want life to be better for you. You should have the opportunity for the American dream. And that's what I want for you. Chris, we've, always, got, we've got one minute, right. man. Literally, the, dream, the American dream is what our nation was based off Amen. of. And it's supposed to be equal, mm -hmm. equilateral across the board. Not directed just for the white upper class or the African-American upper class, Asian upper class. It's every class. That's right. So let's start actually doing something. Mm -hmm. Let's get out in the community. Let's bust some tail feathers and let's make this right. You know what I'm saying? Amen, Absolutely. Christopher. Now, listen, we've got more with these guys on the Post Show Podcast again. Listen, again, I'm proud to be working with you, Robert. Christopher, I thank, thank you for you. coming in. Good luck in your race. Thank you for the opportunity. You're going to need yeah. it. Uh, we've got, I mean, you're going to get the machine. <laughs> you're going to get the machine. The machine. And, can, I'm gonna, and I'm going to show Robert how we can beat Amy. David and One Goliath. One wrench in the machine breaks the car. David well, and Goliath. David and Goliath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no doubt. Yeah. Pat. Man, you're clean. Have a great time. Yeah. Where are you going tonight? MIA. MIA. Annual gala. We could talk about it on the in the post show sure. podcast. Man, Pat, you're looking good. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us. We were off last week. We're back next week. We got Rachel Doe.